mouth and suck them. Hoggles high. Faster. 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 We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. Boy, I don't know, but I'm fine. Strap on those headphones, we'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Howdy <laughs> ho, South Park Tears. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. I'm Joey. And I'm also going down Shuck on, on my chocolate salting balls. Put them in your mouth and suck them and suck them and suck them. So, um, this is episode 209, entitled Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. First premiered August 19th, 1998. That's not today. Um, just a little background on this episode. On August 13th, 98, there was a Comic-Con was going on. On August 15th, actually, was a bombing in Northern Ireland on the worst day of the Troubles, which killed 29 people and injured 220. Oh, yeah. That's when white people could be terrorists. The 16th, uh, Vijay Singh won the PGA Championship. And uh, on the 17th, two days before this episode aired, um, was the Monica Lewinsky shenaniganery. Uh, the the admission, I believe it was. Depends at that on the, time. what the meaning of the word is. Not is, that one. No, uh, I think it was the um, the indeed I did have sexual oh. I did have relations with Miss Lewinsky. That right was on. not appropriate. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. So yeah, you know, a couple little things here and there. Uh, we'll do some South Park notables, I guess. Um. Well, actually, a little bit of fun part, a fun trivia info. Uh, Kenny's toy. dialogue in this mm. uh, was um. Yeah, that's because you vomit on her all the time. Oh. And then he said, sick, Kenny. Yeah. That's it. That's all I said. Mm -hmm. said. Nothing nothing intense. Um, uh, Fun little reference to the movie. um, When at the very end of the episode, when he like throws Mr. Hanking against the wall, he's like, I have had enough of you. Oh, yeah. That is uh, the reference to the movie. Well, it's not a reference to the movie. The movie hadn't come out yet, of course, (laughs) but it was about to be. Anyway, pre-reference. So it was. It was. Any, any 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 moments mm-hmm. of note before we get into all the other good shit, guys? Uh, first impressions, thoughts. Do you like this episode? Would you prefer to suck on Chef's chocolate salty balls anymore? Um. Again, uh, this episode was uh, less enjoyable than it is iconic. So yeah, that's fair. It's good. Uh, chocolate salty balls is something that is um, part of the culture. Uh, gay cowboys eating pudding is uh, certainly um, a prophetic a moment. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it was prophetic as much as gay commentary. cowboys eating eating pudding. Yeah. Brokeback Mountain. Right, right. It, was, it even it, had the br- it was uh, a blonde guy back, and, a, and a brown haired dude. Yeah, it's prophetic AF. It was after Brokeback. No, this was 1998, homie. When was Brokeback? Like 2007. No way. 2004, maybe. Yeah. Like oh, okay. <laughs> so prophetic it was. <laughs> yeah. Extraordinarily prophetic. Was there a well, lot I guess of, Cartman at least is. Was there right. a lot of pudding in Brokeback? No, there I never wasn't. Saw it. Well, no, there wasn't. Two thousand five. There was there was some fudge packing going on, but right on. <laughs> that was the worst joke I ever said. Yeah. The worst joke no, I it ever was said. Good. It wasn't the worst. It was just chocolate salty balls. I can't do anything. Yeah. Put them in. Joey, your did you like this episode? I did. I thought it was actually pretty good. It wasn't, you know. Well, it wasn't as good as the more previous episodes of the season. The first couple I liked a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I noticed immediately a funny joke. Uh, as soon as we saw Park City and Sundance, we saw a Starbucks, but it said Ishtar Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Why is that funny? Because Ishtar is a shitty movie that Warren Beatty did. 
Okay. And he's probably associated with Sundance because he's friends with Robert Redford. Okay. okay. I know. I bet. I know. Uh, like, he can't read cards. Well, I guess he can, but it says La La Land. Oh. Damn. Well, actually, he did read it. He, he did he recognize it. He didn't read it. it. He, well, he, he uh, well, yeah, exactly. He, he saw Emma Stone. He, he saw it, and he's it. like, I don't understand. Faye Dunaway is like, wow, you're terrible. And he's like, well, you fucking read it, bitch. And she, <laughs> she's like, la, la, la. And he's like, what? <laughs> and, the rest, and the rest of the world exploded. Mm. And that was- that There's was, been a mistake. Oh, that was amazing. It was amazing. That was my favorite. Like, by the way, that proves that we're in a computer simulation. But <laughs> everyone says that now it is a truly alternate reality. It is ridiculous. But that moment made me happier than Trump's winning made me sad. Hmm. That's true. I was so I You're was a simple so man. fucking happy that Moonlight won. You have no idea. It made me really, really, really. really Do you happy. like it because it was an indiv- independent movie? No, no. I like it because it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. I think it's interesting too. I like it, the idea that it was just a million and a half dollar budget. I think that's amazing to really. To, yeah, it's just. I mean, what you know? I think it's amazing. No, I didn't know it was a, a, a best picture yeah, one with tiny. a million and a half. Yeah, that's ridiculously tiny. It's yeah. just it was. That's it, like uh, the wardrobe budget for most of the other movies. <laughs> if that. Yeah. If that, I mean, ask Kelly about that later. <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't know anything else. I'm sorry on that. Um, I love just the independent film they showed the first one with the the lesbian sex because of the bad sound. It (laughs) was so. I I saw you feverishly typing away at that point. It was it was exactly like my everyday life. It was (laughs) was listening to bad student films and and critiquing their horrible sound. The 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 whole film festival was perfect. Yeah. The the especially that first movie they show the shitty black and white, the horrible audio, the random framing of things out. Out of the way the and random off. Zoom in. exactly, yeah. and then to, like randomly vo with a hard cut to narrative porn essentially, like that is <laughs> I feel way, like I half noticed of, also a prophetic of, of um what is it uh blue is the warmest color oh yeah yeah oh yeah that's true uh, no, that's noticed, just the genre it's not prophetic it's just fucking calling them out like that's what that genre that didn't is. exist yet what's that. Blue is the warmest color? No, no. That's just a oh. long line uh, or the, you know, the successor to a long string of that bullshit. I sure. Go ahead. We've always been at war with lesbian Obviously, films. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, it was a thing or South Park wouldn't be calling it out at this point. Yeah. I mean, I get There was a. Yeah. Okay, fine. It's, I mean, this is 98. Independent filmmaker, independent films have always been very tall. Well, yeah, exactly. But this is 98, which comes oh on the heels of the big revival uh, or Correct. the big res- uh, insurgence Correct. of uh, independent films. Correct. You got your Tarantinos and your uh, Rodriguez and your... Uh... Rodriguez. <laughs> the Rodriguez. The the yeah. It would be A, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be A. <laughs> Um, I loved the songs. I love Chocolate Salty Balls, one of the best songs. I feel like they were just like uh, Isaac Hayes. Hey, make like six songs and we'll sprinkle them out throughout the entire season and make oh, some maybe, episodes around. Maybe it would be Rodriguez. <laughs> I have no idea. Sorry, guys. <laughs> After be, all that, you were correct. I'm sorry. Uh, Rodriguez. I do Rodriguez, not assume yeah. that uh, Isaac Hayes wrote any of those songs. I don't know. It seems like especially not, not the not. lyrics. No, no, no. no. He, he, they might have given him but lyrics and said, "Make a music." Correct. Yeah, I don't know if the, I don't know the music. I, 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 assume I know that the answer is no. Oh, you can okay. yeah. check you the album Ch- uh, Chef's Chocolate Salty or uh, Chef Aid, mm. on which the he is merely a performer. Uh, yeah, on that the world song, is yeah. his stage. That's good. Speaking of performers, all, all the world is one. I loved Mr. Hankey's organ playing. I thought that was a nice touch. 
Let's get into Mr. Hankey. Um, hmm. wh- why was Mr. Hankey in this episode? Why did he have anything to do with what was going on? Because it was the shitstorm that could battle Hollywood. That's cute. Okay. The stretch. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I I'm not quite sure. It's almost like say we're gonna fight Hollywood with with the you know our own shit. I guess it's close. I I have commercialism like yeah. you know it's the, the 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 sort of property capitalization. Mm. Um, in other words, it's like uh, nah, it's just whatever. It's the, the it's the capitalization of on their most famous property. Um, because remember at the time that was basically that was the that was the the mm-hmm. ironically enough the watershed moment for the show that really made it. Oh, it was yeah. by yeah. far the most successful sense. episode. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. So it is it is that property is that it is that commercialization of it. Um, I don't think that it was an intentional look. I think at the very least, people you know maybe some execs were just like. Hey, put the Mr. Hanky in again. They're yeah. like, well, why? And they're like, I don't know. It's, it's time. Your, your ratings are whatever. Yeah, it just kind of felt like they wrote themselves into a corner and yeah. just, you know. I don't even think they wrote themselves into anything. I, oh. think, I, I think that it was a think tank problem. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly. it was a bunch of people saying, yeah. like, you know, let's have Mr. Hanky in there. And they were just too busy with the movie. And they're like, I don't care. Go. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Like, people, the kids love Mr. Hanky. They love the shit. But I'm sure they were thinking, let's let's find ways to bash Hollywood because I'm sure they were dealing with all the bullshit of Hollywood right then. There. Yeah, that yeah. I don't agree. That yeah. I don't disagree with for sure. That definitely was part of it. I mean, again, it's you know the culture divides, the ridiculousness of Hollywood's uh, film festival. Even so, I mean, I think so. That's a good point too. We can delve into L.A. Um, well, well, actually, before you do, yeah. uh, since we were on the the Hanky scene there, um, I wanted to ask Mr. Bonnier the uh, rendition from uh, Fantasia that we heard. Right. Was that uh, as far as my ears were concerned, that was the Disney version of Fantasia. I think it was slightly different. Okay. I think it was like a sound alike with a few okay. off notes. Okay, cool. Yeah, because my, my Are biggest. Are you not cons- going to question my Sondheim knowledge? Well, my biggest. Because con- you can go fuck yourself. Oh, wow. Okay. What is it? What's the answer? I'm not going to tell you. Your biggest what? What were you saying? Uh, I, I guess my my biggest concern or um, the the thing I found odd would be that Trey and Park would do anything to give money to the mouse. So if that was actually the Fantasia song, then they would have to be paying royalties to the mouse, which I, I believe they were already sta- staunchly opposed to at the time. Um, so I'm curious, what, what, what Disney fan of the opera are you talking about? The opera? Yeah. There's a, Fantasia? There's a- the song that is playing while you Mr. Hankey is wearing the hat With Mickey and dancing Mouse around. and the broomsticks? That's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That's yeah. not The Phantom movie the is Fantasia. Yeah, it's right? called Fantasia. Yeah. I'm, con- about, I'm very Where does confused. Phantom of the Opera come in? No one mentioned Phantom of the Opera at That's, all. That was what he was talking about. The I mean, song? The song that is playing in the background while, paint, while Hankey paints the town brown. Oh, I, I missed that song. I thought you said Fantasia. It was an entire Fantasia moment. He was wearing the hat and wearing the robe. It's, it, to me, yeah. it, was, it was trying to be a sound like of... It sounded like of ninth, Beethoven's Ninth. Yeah, that's the second movement. Okay. I think a little bit. Uh, anyways, but... Um, I thought you were referencing his fan of the opera. I'm sorry. When he was well, like, first thought... playing the organ. You said when he was oh, first playing the organ. He was talking about the organ way Ow! Jesus. Keep up, man. God. Go ahead. I thought you were going to say something, Joey. No. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> cultural divides and how fucking L.A. people are really weird. Mm-hmm. We've lived in L.A. Hey, Shawnee, how long have you lived in L.A.? Uh, L.A. has been, I think I'm going in like six years now. Um, okay. California is just about 10. 
Nice. Joey? About, yeah, five, six years. Five, six years. Nice. I, I've recently realized that I've lived more of my adult life in California than I did in Illinois. Interesting. Nice. So I paid rent longer in California than I did. Right, sure. Year. Yeah, that's always the question. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on Diaz myself. I think I'm, ten, I'm over 10, actually, now. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Mm. It's cray-cray, as yeah. we can say. You think LA is cray-cray? No, it's just... it's just Traffic weird. sucks. It's just weird. <laughs> you LA's are in West weird. Hollywood, to be fair. Born and raised. Oh, yeah, but West Hollywood is not weird, believe it or not. Well, it's it very is the weirdest Hollywood. and yet the same. It's very L.A. On, there's a it, lot There's a lot of gluten-free restaurants. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. It's definitely, like, the, yeah, it's like there's very a, There's LA. Bikram Yoga, you know, gluten-free restaurants. Yeah, it is very fucking yeah. L.A., for you know? sure. Yeah. If you took Steve Martin's L.A. story and extrapolated it 20 years, <laughs> that is West Hollywood to a yeah, T. Yeah, I, I guess it was more like the, the Hollywood element of, you know, the, the film festivals. Or just uh, like people, like the weird, the people with, it was the it was the girl with the weird, the, the lady with the weird glasses and the dude with like the big rose-colored glasses. Mm. And, just, and I was just imagining all the, just the strange. The Hollywood stereotypes. Well, of, yeah, just the strange like aging artists who mm. are like 60 years old, but just are still just crazy kooky artists. <laughs> just past these people every day. Because um, LA is fucking weird, man. Well, I mean, it, it's just a, um, it is a magnet for people that want attention. So, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, see, what the funny thing is, though, I, I think a lot of the times they, they they don't want they don't want attention necessarily. Uh, no, speaking. You know, that is not to sum up the entire city. That is one of its elements. So people that want attention are drawn to L.A. That is not to say that everyone in L.A. automatically is here because we want attention. No, I understood what you meant. Oh. I, I, I was even still going with someone who would wear weird glasses because they want attention. I, and I'm not sure that that's true. Um, I, I, it has to be, no, it doesn't at all. They, they want so, to wear weird glasses because that's what makes them feel comfortable. If anything, they're, they, it doesn't make a difference whether it, you know, some of them would reject the intention that they would get. They're wearing it so that, that they can feel that's different. That's always in what themselves. pisses me off. The fucking douchebags that have 20 colors in their hair and you, you know, look at them, uh, askance and then they are, uh, well, think uh, about it. It's because they want to feel different in and of themselves. They don't care how you see them. Well, they do care how I see them That's because they react they when I do see them. Well, <laughs> like, well, right, but you're wondering why they're 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 taken aback when you notice them. Right, because M. hair is not something that I can enjoy. Hair is something that is an yes, outward can. representation of me. I never see my hair unless I go to the mirror and look. Like the, well, the color you. of that's... my hair does not have an effect on me personally. Right, but that's you. Do, do you think that there might be someone in the world who is just very self-aware everywhere they walk is constantly just imagining yeah. how they look narcissistic douchebags fine which is which may be the case but <laughs> does that mean that they are imagining how other people see them uh yes i mean it might not be you know each individual person's eyes but if you are worried about how you look you are inherently looking at that from a third person view i, I don't think that that's true uh, and well, when okay. you look in a mirror okay. that's third person Th third like, person doesn't mean second person i guess is the point I always get confused on those. <laughs> Regardless of what I'm trying, I, what I'm trying to say is that um, I, I guess to put in simple terms, a woman doesn't dress beautifully so that you can see her. Yeah, that's stupid. What do you mean it's stupid? What part of it is? He's stupid? not going to agree with you on yeah, this no, one. I think going. we should just yeah. move on. Well, I agree with you. You're correct. That's the, whole, that's the whole point of the show. We have plenty of time. Well, there's nothing else for us to talk about in the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we may as well discuss it. Um, it. Okay, it's fine if you think it's stupid. What what part of it is stupid? Um, it, it, 
to not acknowledge that the majority of the reason that you do visual things at all is for the benefit of other people's sight seems, I don't know, are up your own assy? Like, it, it may be up your own assy. You might not like that that's how they feel, but that doesn't mean that they're doing it for anyone other than themselves. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Right, and you will never convince me that that is true. I will never convince you that somebody's doing something just for themselves, not for anybody else. The same way that you can never convince me that there is true altruism. Why do you think I could never convince you of that? I mean, because you'd have to know the person's motive. Yeah. Precisely, I, but so would you. Yeah, right. exactly. so, you, so why? So, I inherently don't trust people, and there is no way you would ever make me trust people. I'm not, sug- I'm not asking you to trust <laughs> Sean, anybody. You don't, do you think I'm there's a situation where someone would wear something just for their, to the, make themselves feel a certain way? Um, I, I understand, you know, jogging pants when you're sitting around and that is like um, when, when you leave the house. No, no, you, that's appearance wise. So listen, I know it's tough cause you really don't wear anything like <laughs> and at you're all. so self-aware. You, like, you, you, you black shirts and jeans my, like, every day. My closet is literally You're like Pee Wee Herman shirts. with his yep. closet. Now. It is by design, sir. I think that's fine. And honestly, supposedly I think there's a study that smarter people wear the same thing every day, supposedly. So. I, I don't know if it's smarter. It's just fucking well, you easier. More, you have more time to focus your brain on other things. Um, but I think a lot <laughs> like of people South do Park. feel feel comfortable in certain pieces of clothing or wearing their hair a certain way. You know, it represents what they want to say. Uh, me, I, I don't know. Right, but it represents it. them visually to other people. Like, that is... Not necessarily. Yeah, it, that's the problem. It's, You're it's the idea of the a truth. mask. It is the idea no, of... not necessarily. Okay. Well, hang on. I what do you mean it's the idea of a mask? Um, so there's a, a sort of a concept in, you know, acting and improv that when you put on a mask and you look at yourself, you, you become that person. It is permission to leave yourself behind and inhabit the world that you think this mask is. Right. So it's, you know, hiding behind these things. What if right. To, so, well, I don't think it's a mask. I don't th- Why is it hiding? It's just you. But it, that's still, that still proves my point. It's affectation. It's, it's, um, uh, it just feels very phony to me. It may feel phony to you, mm-hmm. but you still are discounting how the person feels behind the mask. They're wearing the mask, not for anybody else, but in order to literally mask themselves. From everybody else. Like, right, precisely. fucking street. Sean, like, no, no, pre- <laughs> that's what I'm saying, precisely. So in other words, it's that, that doesn't mean that they're expressing to anyone else. It's not a direct it's not an arrow toward anyone rather than a wall from them. Consciously you know, or subconsciously, kind of, it's, it, it's I, me. I'm, I'm not disagreeing that there isn't an element of it where they might, you know, there, there might be some subconscious, you know, cognizance of what's going on there. That doesn't mean that that's their intention going in. Uh, once again, like I said, somebody who dresses up, a woman mm-hmm. who, who puts, who, who dresses up and puts makeup on mm-hmm. just to feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're saying she, you know, puts on makeup and then sits on the couch and watches TV and never leaves. Then, you know, no one else is imbibing that. If if I was to meet that person, then yes, I might be convinced of that, but I would have a hard time believing that. Sure, okay. I, I guess that's fair. Oh, by the way, I, I I couldn't figure out, I couldn't look up fast enough who it was, but there is a um, there's a particular fashion designer who who um, it's it's kind of a maximalist fashion. The Dara leaked campaign. Derelict. Mm. Um, fun Kelly reference, by the way. But there's, there's, anyway, you can talk to her about that. Kelly. Kelly. Anyway, um, what? God Kelly? damn it! It's it's not even a reference. I don't. Even, whatever. My my. 
It's, it's like she, a fucking inside she, joke that doesn't even exist. Ben Stiller or Will Ferrell? Or no, something? she did a whole fashion shoot one time, which is the, but anyway, the the <laughs> there's a fashion designer who did a um who's kind of a maximalist in aesthetic. Um so in other words, constantly layering himself. Um and walks Sounds around like in these very big uh sort of, yeah. And these, <laughs> just these like huge, six shirts on? Elaborate, way more than that. I mean, we're talking pops like collars. I, well, I mean, <laughs> if you can even call them a, pol- a collar. They they're they're it's almost like a wearing a huge yeah, yeah. kind of, you know, suit of arms. Just it's, it's insane. Layers um, of fabric. Yeah, and walks around just, you know, just just him in whatever, you know, each day is a different kind of form. And I guess it was during Fashion Week I was, I was watching something about this. Um, but again, his whole point was – and it's it seemed to suggest that he's not – he wasn't doing it for anybody. He was – it was a performance for an audience of one and he was his own audience. Now, as him walking around, he – so – in your world, right? He has to be cognizant of other people. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I accept that. But what if his cognizance is simply to watch? Um, it, it, the reaction of others is 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 not. Oh man, I guess that makes in the audience. I don't know. He, he, yeah. The, the way he was, and keep in mind, I'm I'm sort of I'm changing what his argument was right. to sort of maybe fit yours. But <laughs> but his basic point was he's like, I no, I'm I'm. I'm doing this. I I am my own audience for this. I'm dressing up this way for me. I, I don't know. You should. Watch I, I it, just but. never believe those people. I've done. I've okay. done this. But well, okay. I'll give you an example. It's understandable. In Always Sunny, um, they have a duster, right? Yeah. When they wear the duster, mm-hmm. they feel like a badass, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not wearing the duster to to make other people think they're a badass. Although that does help. No, too. that's precise. Like that's the whole thing. You look in the mirror, you see badass, so you think badass. But, you like, also just, but you're the only one looking in the mirror. Yeah, but you're, if, if even if you were only there, like you're just like walking around in a duster in your room by yourself, you still feel like a badass. I wouldn't do this. But... <laughs> you speak from experience, sir. No. Although I, I gotta say, it's a very um, Holden Caulfield how he used to kind of put a, a, a his favorite hat on when even when, when he was by himself, just to make him feel more like at home or something. He would just feel better with his hat on. I, I totally understand comfort. I mean, I understand, you know. Um, it, yeah, no, no, it's not comfort. Y- okay. Go ahead. No, I mean, it could be mental comfort or. or... No, I have he's no saying, emotional, saying, com- you, emotional you, comfort. The utility of the garb itself. I'm not talking like about that. I was it. saying emo- emotional comfort. Is. Yeah, I have no argument beyond the pinnacle of douchebaggery. It is. Uh, oh, but, but that's fine. In other words, all I'm trying to get you is to accept the possibility that although they might be a douchebag, they're not doing it for anybody else. It, I, again, once yeah. it's possible, right? Yeah, I mean, no, it's certainly I, I really don't think so because the you know once you leave the house with that, you start getting reactions. There is you know no way that that does not become part of the reasoning that you do things. You know, there is um, e- e- either you you may have that that personality type that likes to fight against the natural order of things. So when people are disgusted by what you wear that might encourage you to do that more. And when you are the opposite person, when people are disgusted by what you wear, that would encourage you to do less of that. So there is definitely a social element at play here. And your representation of yourself in the outer world is certainly going to be reflective of your inner representation as well. But to, uh, I I guess my biggest problem is just, you know, people that walk around with fucking, you know, uh, pink spiked hair and that and they are pissed off that someone notices that they have pink spike hair. Go fuck yourself. 
I, I got to tell you, I, I, it's very hard to disagree with you. Of course. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it is decidedly borderline impossible. Joey B. I agree, agree. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Damn self-important Hollywood hipsters. Suck on my Charlotte Sunday balls. Get a Put them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> Goddamn hippies. Pull up your pants. <laughs>